But what is God telling you for this month? Like not this year, not all of 2021, but right now, today, this week, and this month. He's telling me that I need to seek him and not in a check-in kind of way, in a deep, sustained effort. So that's where we're going this month. And if you think others would benefit from prayer about how to seek God and seeking Him actually together, now would be a great time to share this live stream. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as we dive into episode 81, and we pray together about the idea of seeking. But before we do that, let's open with a bit of what we call worship prayer. We're praying through the names of God, and this week we have another compound name, Jehovah Rohi. Jehovah-Rohi means the Lord, our shepherd, spoken by David in arguably the most well-known verses of the Bible, Psalm 23. In his name, in this name, Jehovah-Rohi, we have so much richness, so much intimacy and tenderness. Jehovah is the shepherd of his people, and the primary meaning of Rohi is to feed, or to lead to pasture as a shepherd does his flock. God as our shepherd is a huge topic. Huge. Literally, books have been written about it, and I've read a few really good ones. It is a fantastic topic to dig into. It teaches us so much about who God is and about our relationship with Him and how He feels about us. But instead of talk about it, because we don't have time for a book or a teaching that long, we're just going to pray through it. Jehovah-Rohi is found actually in the first verse of Psalm 23, but... I and maybe many of you love these verses so much. They're so familiar, they're so comforting, and they just seem so applicable to the season that we are all in that we're just going to pray through the whole psalm. I'm going to read it first, and then we'll pray. This is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for His name's sake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live." That, my friends, is Psalm 23, the beautiful verses of Psalm 23. So let's just dive in and pray. Father, we honor you today and we recognize you today as our shepherd. And there are so many names of your character that are so awe-inspiring. Shepherd is not an awe-inspiring name, but it speaks to intimacy, the intimacy that you and we share because of your sacrifice as the Lamb of God. Lord, I pray today that your shepherding would be very real to us, that we would recognize you as our shepherd, the one who looks after us, the one who gives us what we need, the ones who leads us along the right path for your own glory, the one who brings us to the safe place, the one who watches over us constantly, the one who renews our life. 
the one who is with us in the face of danger, the one who protects us against dangers, not only when they show up and start fighting, but in the way that you guide us, you guide us into safe places. Your rod and your staff, your corrective measures, they are comforting. The guiding is comforting because we know that we can trust you. You anoint our heads with oil. So when a, when a shepherd would anoint a, a sheep's head with oil, he was doing it to protect the sheep's eyes from gnats and bugs and stuff. And you protect us in a beautiful, sweet, very intimate way. We know that our cup will overflow because your presence is with us. Goodness and faithful love are the things that pursue me. Lord, so, so many times that we kind of feel like all of the negative things, negative thoughts, evil in the world is what is pursuing us, but it's not. You, your faithful love and goodness are what pursues me all the days of my life. And my ideal, if I was going to say, what would be the best thing that would happen in 2021, it would be to dwell in the house of the Lord all of my days, as long as I live. And I ask that as we think through the words of this psalm, that your shepherding of us would become so, so precious to us, that it would be something that we are constantly turning to, constantly listening for your voice, constantly walking in the way you guide us and thinking of you as our shepherd, because we are sheep in so many ways. That's probably much longer than I want to get into today, but I honor you today as our, as our shepherd, as the ultimate shepherd. As we move forward into this prayer time, let this be a time that we offer to you, our hearts, our words, our actions, the rest of our day, Lord, these things, and this time is yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, I love that psalm. I don't know about you guys, but... It really, it, it's really an amazing, ama- not only an amazing piece of, of writing, but an amazing portion of scripture that has comforted so many people for so long. Today, in the second part, we're going to be in this passage. This is, I probably wasn't going to put it up yet because it's a really weird passage to start with. It's Second Chronicles 15, verses 12 through 15. And when I started this broadcast, it was it was mid-March and the pandemic had just begun. It was the first day that we were out of school and our school system closed down very quickly. As a culture, I don't know if you remember back at that point, we were, it was shock. We were experiencing shock. We were experiencing fear and uncertainty. And there was nothing much that the average citizen could do about that. But I knew that I could pray and I could get others to pray with me and that that would be a powerful thing. Now, other than that, I was in the midst of planning a product launch for Grace on the Gravel Road, and God said, no, not now. The one thing I want you to do is encourage my people. Encourage my people. That's all he asks. That was the one thing. So I doubled down on that. That's what I've been doing on Grace on the Gravel Road in the last nine months. I have been trying my best to encourage God's people. And as the year came to a close and I began to make product plans again, I wrote and released the Who God Says You Are study journal and a gift set that went with that. And I began to work on two workshops for January and February. And God's again giving me a slightly different direction. Instead of encourage, now I'm hearing seek. So that's what we're doing this month. In my daily time with him and on social media and in this broadcast, we're going to be learning about seeking and actually seeking God together. At first, I was kind of bummed. I am ready to move. I am ready to stop treading water where I feel like we've been, and I'm ready to move forward. But 
Now I'm getting really excited anticipating what God's going to do in this space that we're about to hold for him. And I can't wait to see what he's going to teach me and all of us. So we're starting with an odd verse down that lane today. Definitely not a verse that you think we would turn to first when we think about the verses that we know about seeking. This is 2 Chronicles 15, 12 through 15. And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord, the God of their fathers, with all their heart and all their soul. But whoever would not seek the Lord, the God of Israel, should be put to death, whether young or old, man or woman. They swore an oath to the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and with trumpets and horns. And all of Judah rejoiced over the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and had sought him with their whole desire. And he was found by them. And the Lord gave them rest all around. What's really interesting about the end of this verse, that that last half sentence, and the Lord gave them rest all around after they had sought him with their whole desire and after he had been found by them, after they had sworn an oath to him, he gave them rest all around. Now, what's really interesting about that is that this January, we were supposed to be focusing on the idea of rest So it feels entirely appropriate. It felt very confirming this morning when I went through these notes again and I thought about that, that we're not supposed to seek after rest. And that's not exactly what we were going to talk about this month, but our whole desire should be seeking after him and he will give them rest all around, right? So that's just a, that's just a bonus. (laughs) All right, y'all, let's jump into this verse and just kind of pray and lay a foundation for the rest of this month about the whole idea of seeking him together. Lord, you, you set up this pattern in these verses anyway, where we enter a covenant to seek the Lord, the God of our fathers, with all of our heart and all of our soul, with all of our desire, that that is our purpose in this moment. You've, you've given it at least to me, and I'm going to bring other people with me because they're watching my page. So they have to come along, right? But that is what you've told me is our purpose for the next period of time and that, that we need to sit in that for, for a while. It's not just a, a quick seeking, but that we would learn to do it with our whole desire. And that as we do that, And as we rejoice over that relationship, that covenant relationship that we have, that we seek you with our whole desire, you will be found. Now, we're actually going to look at that next week a little more closely. But right now, Father, I'm just celebrating that we seek and we find. And then you will give us rest all around. But we have work to do first because seeking is work. And I guess I ask you that as we look at Judah in this passage and what they did, they entered into a covenant to seek you with all their heart, all their soul, and all of their desire, and they swore an oath to do that on their lives. Lord, I pray that our passion would be raised to that level for seeking you, that our hearts would be wholeheartedly after seeking you, that we would pursue you with everything that we have, because it's not, we're not seeking answers. We're not sitting down to seek you for blessings or answers. We are sitting down to seek your presence. And that's what I'm asking you to prepare us for this week, this month. Give us the desire to do that and teach us every step of the way. What does that actually look like? That's all well and good to say and speak and pray for, but what does that look like? when it comes down to the nitty-gritty details of our lives. 
Lord, I ask you to teach us that this month, that as we each individually begin to walk down those paths, that you would guide us, that you would rejoice over us, and that you would be found, that we would find you in the ways that each of us needs to this month. Pray that you would, I guess, draw people towards toward you, because that's what we're seeking. So draw our hearts. Give us a hunger and a desire for your presence, maybe in a way that is slightly different than what we've experienced before or this week or last month or, or how we felt about our whole year last year. Give us that desire for nothing more than your presence this year because everything else will fall into place. Increase our desire and give us the guidance and direction and tools to know what that looks like in our lives. We trust you with that. We trust you with the outcome. We know that you will be found. Your word says that we will find you if we seek you with all of ourselves. So help us do that this month. Give us a desire for that and the skills and the tools and the time and the priorities to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. That, my friends, finishes out finishes out the really the prayer portion. I was going to say the recorded portion, but that's not entirely true because I haven't actually <laughs> haven't actually done the finishing part. So we'll go ahead and do that. Thank you so much for being with me this morning, for joining your voice with mine in prayer. If you are a watcher of the broadcast on Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, I'm so grateful that you're here. We will be back again on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Time. Feel free to join us again. Invite a friend to join us. If you're a podcast listener, thank you so much for finding us that way and participating with us. And if you subscribe and share the podcast with a friend, that helps more people be exposed to the ability to join with us in prayer. More people adding their voice to ours in prayer. Always a good thing. And this show is brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road, giving you the truth and tools to live a God-first life. So glad you are here with us. My prayer is that as we do this together, as you and I interact in this way on these lives, that our hearts would both be changed, that, that God would use these prayers in powerful ways in your life and in mine. But most of all, I pray that you would fall deeper and deeper in love with a God who gave us these words that we are praying. Amen.